Welcome back to the Meaningful Success Podcast. My name is Josiah Clark, and this is my father. Dad. Daddy the father. (laughs) This is Wade. Wade the father. It's been a little while since we've had a chance to record. I was out of town for quite a while, and you just had your 56th birthday. Yes, I did. How do you feel? I feel... I don't know. I feel about the same. (laughs) So 56 is about the same as 55? As 45, as 35. <laughs> so when did when did birthdays stop having meaning? Well, when you say meaning, what do you mean? As in that? like when, when they stopped feeling different or significant in that way. I don't know. Um, obviously, you have the milestone birthdays when you're growing up. You got, you know, you know 16 and, you know, or when, I guess, 13 when you turn teenager and then you got your... 18 and you're 21 and those kind of well, things. Well, 10 because you're double digits. Yeah. And then, I don't know, probably somewhere in my 30s. <laughs> just kind of, okay. Just kind of <laughs> petered out. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I enjoy my birthdays, but I don't, I guess I haven't looked at them as milestone years or that kind of stuff other than obviously when I did turn 40, uh, I was working at a company. My office was filled with all kinds of black and whatever balloons, orange balloons or whatever. But Oh, um, really? Yeah. So, Josiah, you just got back from a trip, didn't you? I did, to an undisclosed location that will not be disclosed. And it will not be disclosed. But it is... So so cryptic here, but um, but you got to go and and see some some friends and some folks that you haven't seen in a while, correct? Uh, no, <laughs> it's so difficult, folks. This is just I'm so, very tired. It's like it's like pulling nails out of the a board with your bare hands. Sometimes, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, I am very much an introvert, very much, and so going on a trip and pretty much spending time with people being social every single day of that trip wipes me out as well as just the exhaustion of a trip in and of itself and the, you know, the travel and the sensory overload of being in airports and all of that stuff. So that's why he's sitting here right now with like a black hoodie with his hood over his head and and inside it kind of looks like Aragorn in the the Lord of the Rings. (laughs) The hood, the hood is honestly mainly because my hair is, I don't want to deal with it today. It's just a mess. So it was just, it was really good. It was a good trip. Um, but it, it took was a just, lot out of you. It took a lot out of me. And so I'm still kind of recovering. Um, yeah. So I'm a, if I'm a little extra snarky, it's my, uh, it's my right. <laughs> <laughs> and privilege, folks. So, so, but, but, you know, you've had several things recently that have changed. We've talked already about the fact that you made some changes in terms of commitments to yourself about kind of right. boundaries and your work. And how's, how's that going for you right now? Well, now that we're actually in November, all of those changes are fully in effect now. So mm-hmm. previously it had been sort of giving people a heads up that things were going to change, giving people, I think it was like six weeks notice, something like that. And so now that, that that's actually fully switched over, uh, it's it's actually not that different yet because mm-hmm. things were already sort of uh, – Especially because of the trip. Like I knew I was going to be out of town. And so the second – basically the second half of October uh, almost, I was letting people know, hey, I'm not going to be available. So I didn't have as much going on on my freelancing side, on my business side the last few weeks. So it doesn't feel that different. It feels more like returning to the norm than anything. 
Yeah. So, but one thing that has been going on on my personal success journey is I've been doing a lot more writing and mm-hmm. making a lot of progress on that. My, But don't um, you think that's a result of that decision? That is very much related, yes, um, because it frees up time and attention mm-hmm. for me to focus on that. But yeah, but like just this morning, I was putting together um, some progress tracking stuff for me and Audrey to use. She's doing this uh, coding challenge as she's trying to expand herself and, and get more uh, in depth with her software development right. career goals. And I'm doing uh, NaNoWriMo for the first time, although it's going to actually bleed over a little into December because I'm technically starting it a few days late. But it's really neat to see those progress bars fill up. Like the second draft of my novel, Pinstripe, the first volume, um, is like 20% done, the second draft is. And so my goal is to be in the process of uh, working on self-publishing that by the end of the year, if not sooner. Um, Fabulous. Yeah. And so then for NaNoWriMo, which, you know, for those who are not familiar with that, it's a national novel writing month. And every November, they, they have multiple events throughout the year, but every November, it's basically this challenge of over the month of November, trying to write 50,000 words. And a lot of people use that as a way to power through writing a novel. So and for, it corresponds with No Shave November. So that way you don't have to waste your time shaving. You can write. All the time that you would spend, I mean, for me, like my legs take hours. <laughs> um, and you'd never know that I shave them because they, you know, they grow back so fast within minutes. Yes. Um, kind of like Santa Claus and Tim Allen. Yeah. Tim Allen and the Santa Claus. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <where> <laughs> Yeah, it's all of a sudden it's back. That's me and my leg hair, folks. If you want to know the the, the dirty secrets I have, my sink is so clogged all the time. <laughs> I, think we, I think we're going down a, a deep path here. Now. Going down a down, down a dark hole, just like my drain. Um, so, <laughs> so the writing month. Yeah. So so I, I decided that. Because I had multiple things I could try and do for that. Like I could just, I could start making progress on the second volume of Pinstripe while I'm still working on the second draft of the first and all this stuff. But I actually decided to work on a a new story, a new series altogether that I've had an idea for for a while. I've got a whole bunch of stuff written out that I want to work on eventually. And so I've been um, working toward that, doing a lot of note taking and, and brainstorming and world building and all that kind of stuff. Uh, for a new series that's going to run concurrently with mm-hmm. with pinstripe stuff, they're shorter novels. They're I mean they're going to be like around fifty thousand words per volume, right. which is you know relatively short compared to something like pinstripe, which is probably going to be closer to two hundred thousand words by the end of wow. of the first volume being done. But yeah, so that's been really neat to make progress on something new because I've been working on pretty much exclusively on pinstripe as far as my writing goes for a couple of years now, like with little exceptions here and there. And so it's really exciting to, it's not abandoning pinstripe, but it's just working on another project as well. Um, feels really good. Which in some ways, I mean, I think that that frees up your creativity when you, when you, sometimes when you focus so much on the one thing that in itself is almost like a bottleneck, but when you start diversifying and you do a few things in the fire at one time, kind of trying this and trying that, when you're working on one thing, you get ideas for the other, and it kind of actually yeah. frees your creative creativity. So that's me. What about you? 
Well, you know, I've been thinking a lot about the uh, the things that we wanted to, or I would like to get accomplished this year. So that when I start 2023, there's some things that it's not that they're they're off my plate. Simply that it's okay, that's done. But actually, so that I can free up my my focus on some some other things as well. We've we've been working on those sales courses that I've I've put out yeah. under my uh, SES Resources site, and um, you know. There's several things that I've got focused on there, but I think that what I would share is that I've been looking at how to accomplish my objectives in newer and more efficient ways. I began doing some um, LinkedIn Live webinars periodically just to talk about some of the topics that kind of surround sales and those yeah. types of things. And in order to do that, I had to find a, a tool and approach to to do that in an effective way. And and I think that that actually helped me to stumble across a process that will make this more efficient. So um, I, I'm really proud of the of the the first course that we've completed on lead generation. But the next courses will still have the same substance, still have the same kind of tools and uh, things that will help people, but maybe able to be delivered in a a little bit more uh, streamlined, streamlined, yeah. consumable uh, way and. Just excited about that. And then on the personal front, I've just continued to, um, you know, I guess the probably the best thing to say is there was a period of time, and maybe some of you have experienced this as well, where because of so much of what was going on in my life, to a large extent, I kind of a, treated that my dreams just had to go into a, not just on a shelf, but kind of in a closet with the door in locked, a storage and, you know, a storage state. unit with a lock in there in another state. Yeah. Yeah. And I really feel like it's time for some of those things, some of those goals, some of those things that really matter to me, maybe not because of the impact to other people, but because of the impact it makes on myself in my own heart and yeah. my own passions, that it's time to kind of reawaken some of those things, even if it's in simple form. So I'm, I've been looking at more what I can do on, on my, um, things with music and things of that nature as well. Yeah. And um, so that's, you know, that's things that are my my thoughts right now. So I'm curious when you talk about that, and this is sort of related to what you're talking about with the courses as well. There's this element of, I have worked with clients on their e-learning courses, but that has never been designing the material from zero. Like they, they bring their materials to me and then I basically form them into videos, right? Correct. So this was the first time for either of us. Uh, well, you've, you've done like sales training stuff, but, sure. but, but in course form, this Correct. was a new thing for both of us. Correct. We're putting into action these lessons we learned um, from that process the first time. And that in itself is also a lesson because, you know, there's a tendency to say, oh, gee, okay, well, since this is going to be a series of courses, they should all look alike, they should all feel alike. Right. And really that's not the case. I mean, the, the key is I want to help people to be more effective in as they go to market. And I'm very confident that that first course accomplished that. Yeah. So there's nothing that needs to change in that. It's just that as I move forward, I take the lessons I've learned and I'm willing to change. Yeah. And I'm not forcing myself into, well, since I did it that way, I kind of have to follow that same pattern for everything else. Allowing myself that flexibility to kind of turn and 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 learn and change even that approach I think that's important. I mean, because honestly, probably the hardest step for any of us, and I would imagine this is the case for any of you who are listening, is taking action and actually just doing it. We have bazillion ideas. Mm -hmm. We have a bazillion plans. Um, sometimes we even take time to sit down and say, well, if I was to do this, how, is, how am I going to do it? But have we scheduled that Saturday morning 
or that Sunday afternoon to actually sit down and sketch something out and start and actually just take the steps. Yeah, it's that sort of tying back into what we talked about a few weeks ago with doing the real work. Right. You know, at a certain point, you have to start the actual thing, you know, and I'm we're the same way and i probably get some of this from you the this whole thing of we make a we make a list endless lists of ideas and thoughts and and concepts mm-hmm. and everything but there's a huge difference between coming up with all these lists of ideas and actually executing one of them correct and i think one of the things that gets in my way is choosing which thing to execute mm-hmm. like it, it's one thing to say, okay, well, you just got to do something. But when you're looking at these big lists of things, like even in your personal life, like let's take what you're talking about, getting back into some of your passions and and, and dreams. Right. When you look at this figurative or perhaps literal list of your dreams and interests and passions, how do you choose which one you're just going to sit down and do first? Honestly, I think that to some degree you already know. I mean, when mm. when I think I, I may have this list together, but there's something that I wake up and it's on my mind, or yeah. I'm going to sleep and and it's something that I'm pondering, or throughout the day it comes to my mind. There are things that you just kind of inherently know. Hey, this is this is important. This is occupying my mental, my my energy, my thought process yeah. for a reason, and. You know, sometimes things do come and go from from a period of time. For example, the the book Meaningful Success that that we've talked about that's going to be coming out early uh, 2023. This is something that has literally been in my heart for well over probably around a decade. Yeah. And there were a few times that I was about to to engage in writing it, but it wasn't the time. And then literally some things in our life came up that um, it was just too hard. There was just too many things that were going on that from a from a personal nature that that I just I could not invest myself in at that time, but then the time came, and it was interesting because when that time came, which was to start writing that, which was probably about three years ago now, not only me, but mom, we kind of both were thinking about this at the same time. Not, I mean, yes, we had conversations from time to time, but I literally remember I was wanting to start the process, and I came to to the bed one night, and and Susanna said. I think it's time for you to start writing that book. Mm. And so it you you ask, you know, when do we know which one on that list? I think to some degree it bubbles up from the top in and of itself. Yeah. Yeah. The thing that you can't get out of your head is probably the thing you should be focused on. Correct. Yeah. Which that's what that's what this story I'm doing for NanoRimo is, is it's of all the ideas that I've been tossing around for years. It's one of the most recent ones I've come up with, but it's the one that whenever I thought about what would I write besides Pinstripe or what would I write next or whatever, that was always the thing that came up first. Mm-hmm. But it's, I think there's a certain fear that can come up in choosing something because now you have to execute. You know, and, well, that and can you, also even, have to, you also have to say no to some other things. Right. There's the opportunity cost. And so there's that. There's that thing that's like, okay, well, if I say yes to this, when am I going to ever say yes to this other thing that I also want to do? And so I think that what you're saying even helps in that regard, because if you do sort of have a sense of, hey, like of all these things, maybe it's the thing that scares you the most in a, you know, Mm -hmm. in a dream passions pursuit sense. 
maybe the thing you're most scared of starting. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe there's a reason you're having all these excuses come to mind as to why you shouldn't. It's because it's intimidating. Right. And that's, in that case, it's, you know, it's better to just take a jump and, you know, go for it. Well, and it, it is a step by step by step piece. I mean, it, the thing is, it, it's kind of like <laughs> you walk into an, an absolute disaster of a room, like you need to w- clean your room or yeah. or what or your house or garage or whatever. And when it's an absolute disaster, you can walk in and go, okay, I've got to clean this. And you look at it and you just like, you're overwhelmed. And so you either put it off because you're overwhelmed or you start. And yeah. for me, and everybody approaches things differently, but for me, there's a method that I use when I when I do that, but it's a, it's kind of methodical, and I, I I literally start at one corner, and I'm working my way kind of clockwise around or, yeah. or whatever, and even though it's not exactly the same with these these efforts that we do, if you take a step, you realize you're making progress, and and this is kind of a weird situation. A long time ago, I was working at a company, and they do services, professional services. What was happening is they would sit down and meet with a client about this particular business need, and the projects that we're discussing with them were these really long, complex projects. And to start, there's all kinds of things you have to know to be able to do that effectively. And so they would spend their time in this meeting, and they actually had this working list. I don't know how many steps were on this thing. You know, to do this engagement, there's 188 steps or whatever it was. Right, right. They would be showing that we do have a process. We kind of follow this process, and here's the tools that we use, and et cetera, et cetera. Well, they take them through the meeting, and at the end of the first meeting, they kind of ask the prospect, you know, is this something that is interesting to you? You know, th- this project, like I said, is 188 steps. Actually, in this meeting today, we've gone through the first 13. And even though those were just simply a one-hour meeting where they've asked, you know, some specific questions, which you would ask if you were engaged to do that project. Yeah. In the mind of, the, of that prospect, they're like, wow, I've actually made some progress already. <laughs> even though it was only an hour meeting, but the thought yeah. process is I've actually made steps towards moving things forward. And that made a difference to them. And, and <clears throat> I mean, it's not intended to be manipulative or anything like that, but- it's just the psychology of when you feel like you're moving forward, you want to continue to move forward. Yeah. Well, it's like that progress bar thing that I was working on for me and Audrey. There is something about seeing that progress bar go from zero toward a hundred, even if it's only a few percent. Yes. You know, and over time that in and of itself can be motivating to stick to something. So. Yeah. And I, and I think that the one thing that I would just share kind of is kind of complete my thoughts on this. And, and, and I know that this was maybe in some ways a random discussion for folks today, but really I think that this is where we live a lot of times. We have a lot of things in our mind. We have a lot of things we want to do and where do we focus our energy? And I think that to a large extent, there is a bubbling up where you, you kind of inherently know what is that thing that is the first thing to to do? But a lot of times our life, we just get into momentum. We kind of go through the day to day and we can, you know, all of a sudden now we look back and gee, it's already Thursday and I, where did this week go? Yeah. And that's where making those practical decisions, doing that real work that you talked about in one of our recent episodes. Yeah. Making sure that the things we do actually have substance that are going to move us forward. As simple as it is, Deciding that end of this week, this, if I do nothing else, these are two things I want to accomplish towards my dreams, towards my goals, towards the things that I'm trying to accomplish. Yeah, for sure. Well, father. Son. I think it's about time we talk about our weekly favorites. Oh, it's the weekly favorite. 
So what is your weekly favorite this week? My birthday. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Happy birthday. You know, it's funny. We went to this restaurant, Japanese food restaurant, and um, it was it was really good. But I wasn't expecting this. All of a sudden, at some point, somebody at another table obviously was having their birthday, too, because oh, yeah. <laughs> all this music started going on the intercom for the entire restaurant. And, and you, kinda, you know, you hear this stuff, and then... At, Shortly thereafter, my wife told the server that I was, uh, it was my birthday as well. And so a few, a little bit later, they, they did the same for me where they turned on the restaurant. But it was so cool because, you know, and I'm an introvert too, but it was so weird because over my shoulder, I'm hearing somebody, hey, have a happy birthday. You know, <laughs> I don't know this guy from, from Adam, but, but it was, it was nice. So, yeah. and then I got to spend time. We got, we got to play some games as a family and uh, it was just fun. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was great. How yeah. about you? Uh, for me, it's also it's also something I've previously mentioned. Just the starting on the NaNoWriMo stuff and working on a new story, and as well as seeing progress on the second draft of Pinstripe going up and up and up. Like I've got like six out of thirty two chapters um, mm-hmm. finished now, and so that's it. Just feels really good to make that kind of progress. That's excellent. Yeah. One thing I did want to tell everybody before, as we kind of get ready to wrap things up, there's a few things we want to share. Um, one, and, and we shared this on an earlier uh, episode, but we we do have a guest getting ready to uh, come on our show in, in the near term. And so we're excited to share more about that in the future. But the reason I bring that up is if you have a story you want to share, if you're pursuing a dream and you have some things that you found for yourself and, and you're, as you've been pursuing success, we'd love to hear it. Yeah. If you are interested in just sharing a thought or a question or something like that that's uh, sort of a little soundbite, you can do that at speakpipe.com slash MSP. Leave us a little digital voicemail. Uh, if you're interested in being a guest on the show and talking about your success journey, you can submit an inquiry about that on our website, meaningfulsuccesspodcast.com, and just click on the guests link at the top for the submission form. Also, we have a couple of exclusive bonus episodes already out on our Patreon from September and October. And we are going to be recording another one of those for November pretty soon here. So if you want to listen to those exclusives, you can support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash meaningful success podcast. And that's just a good way for, uh, you know, to support the show in general, help us to eventually invest in uh, the cameras and the equipment we need to take this and turn it into a video. And that way you can see the hoodie and the beard and everything. Yeah, that way, that way you aren't just turned on by my voice. You're also just seeing this beautiful man that's sitting in front of me, my father. And you're just like, oh, my God, no wonder Josiah is so handsome. Look at this man. I am blushing. Look at the of which Josiah. Okay. Okay. That's gone (laughs) too far. So anyways, well, thanks, Josiah. I love you. And uh, I love you too. Thanks everybody for listening. And we'll look forward to the next, uh, next episode. The Meaningful Success Podcast is myself, Josiah Clark, and my dad, Wade Clark. The music in the intro and outro is Brings Back the Feeling by Daniel Gunnarsson, licensed through Epidemic Sound. If you want to support the show, you can do so on Patreon at patreon.com slash meaningfulsuccesspodcast. Leave us digital voicemails at speakpipe.com slash MSP. And check out our website, meaningfulsuccesspodcast.com. We also just want to leave a special little request, if you enjoy the show, to share it with some friends, share it with family. 
anybody that you think might enjoy the show. The more downloads we get, the bigger the show can get, the better the episodes can be. In fact, your dog listens to our episodes. Yeah, my dog Emma listens to the show whenever we leave the house so that she has the comforting sounds of my voice and my dad's voice uh, playing. So that she doesn't feel so alone. So maybe consider doing that. That'll run up our uh, that'll, that'll run up our stats just as well as someone real listening to it. So. See you guys next week.